everybody, and welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Courtney Omernick, and you're listening to You Do What? Here we check out a variety of different positions that tend to seem a bit odd or more fun than the average profession. Today, we're talking about the role of a blogger, and joining us to talk about her profession is Miranda Marquette, blogger and author of the book, Confessions of a Professional Blogger. So welcome, Miranda, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Great. First off, could you just tell us a bit about your position? Yeah, so I provide um, blog content to a variety of blogs. My specialty is financial topics. So uh, most of the blogs I write for, most of the blogs I provide content for um, are based around finances and business and, and those kinds of topics. So what really attracted you to blogging or getting into blogging? Uh, well, I, <laughs> I had no idea what a blog was when I first started. Mm-hmm. This was, gosh, in 2005 or so, and I had, I had just finished um, getting my master's degree in journalism. And I was trying to find uh, jobs I could do online because I had a young son and I, I wanted to make a little extra money on the side and work from home and started writing for, for a website that pretty much took anything anybody would submit. And somebody noticed her name's Robin Tippins and she's done a lot of community type work online, like for Yahoo and for current TV and for a variety of different websites. And she introduced me to blogging and said, um, Hey, it would be great if you, you know, could keep up this level of quality. And if you could keep up this posting schedule, let me introduce you to the world of blogging. So I kind of fell into it. And it was just when blogging was new and before it really took off. Yeah. So could you maybe walk us through then your typical day? I get up. Um, I usually actually start out my day um, by going downstairs and checking my email um, and seeing if there's anything I need to take care of first thing in the morning. And I usually, so I usually take care of that. And I do a couple of a couple of really easy things, write a couple of short blog posts that are news-based. So I check the news, see, what, see what's going on. And um, I research, I write blog posts. I do whatever, you know, whatever blog work needs to be done. I make phone calls and interview people because sometimes I, I write stories from primary sources. And so I, I just kind of do all that stuff. And then in the evening, um, after my son's in bed, I usually check my email one more time and my social media and see if there's anything that needs to be taken care of before I go to bed. Yeah. So how many different maybe companies do you blog for at once or how many different blogs are you working on during that typical day? I write anywhere between seven and 10 blog posts a day. Mm-hmm. And then I also work on um, I ghostwrite books for other people. So I have other clients for other types of writing, like ghostwriting their books or putting together press releases. And so, you know, I, I kind of do that as well after, you know, in between writing these these blog posts. So then do you have a personal blog and maybe how often do you blog, maybe not for a business or just for yourself? So um, I, I have two blogs. Um, I have, it actually took me, um, I was a professional blogger in the personal mm-hmm. finance space for like five years before I actually started my own personal finance blog. And um, I started that about two years ago. It's plantingmoneyseeds.com. And then um, earlier this year, I started um, a blog on my website, mirandamarquette.com. And that's about, you know, actual freelancing and freelance writing. So I have those two. And then I have, I just kind of have a random blog on Blogspot. I only update like once or twice a month and it's just random rantings and and 
thoughts and, you know, have nothing to do with anything that I'm doing. And yeah, but, but I don't update those as much as I probably should, because once again, it's not something that I'm, you know, making a lot of money at. So then how many projects are you typically working on during an average week? Like you said, sometimes it's seven to 10 posts a day and then ghostwriting. Do you do, is there like kind of a balance between ghostwriting and posting or does it vary week by week? Um, the balance stays pretty much the same. Um, about 85% of what I do is blogging mm-hmm. and, you know, blogging related. And then the other 15% are other projects. And usually most, most of those other projects are ghostwriting books. Um, occasionally I write press releases, but most of it's, you know, writing books. And I'm usually working on one or two ghostwriting book projects at a time. And those take anywhere from six weeks to, you know, four or five months, depending on, you know, what it is. So you mentioned that you write mostly for finance or in the financial industry, but what different types of writing assignments have you worked on? You mentioned that you also do, there's some, sometimes like a a news clip or, you know, a blog about what's going on in the news. Is there anything else, like longer posts that you write? What varies there? Yeah, so um, I've, I actually write for my local newspaper as well. Um, I have a column, a technology column that I write. I've written about physics. Um, I used to be a science major. So I wrote for phys.org, it's a physics website. So I wrote for them for a while. And then um, I've written for Discover Magazine, you know, little things for like offline type publications. I've actually written um, articles on parenting and weddings and, you know, baby proofing and organic food and, and lifestyle. So I've written quite a few things over the years, um, but I find that it's easier to like, you know, find your niche, find, you know, one subject to kind of really go deep on and, and kind of become a specialist in that area. Do you think that a lot of bloggers do that, like find one specific area or a lot of bloggers dabbling in different subjects? I think there's a lot of both going on and, and there are, you know, there are advantages to, to both. Um, the, the advantage to picking a specific subject area and sticking with it and going deep is that after a couple of years, it's easier and faster to write on the subject because you've learned about it as you've gone along. So, I mean, I've written so much about finances that it's very easy for me to sit down and write something about, you know, almost any aspect of finances. Um, whereas, you know, if, if you have to come to me and be, and be like, um, you know, write a, write a post on exercise, I'm going to have to do some research and it's going to take a little mm-hmm. time. I can do it and it's not a problem, but it'll take me a little bit time of more time. But on the other hand, being able to kind of be that kind of utilitarian person that can write about anything it really means that you have, you know, the potential for more work. So, it, you know, there are trade-offs um, with, uh, you know, whichever way you do it. So for someone who's listening, who's interested in blogging, how do you really get connected to people who need bloggers to write for them? Well, I think one of the first things to do is start your own blog. Back when I started blogging I, and I didn't have my own blog, blogging was relatively new, so it didn't matter as much. But these days, since blogging is really kind of an established, you know, form of, you know, communication online, I think it helps to have your own blog. So you first get your own blog and make sure that you, you have a place, a home on the web that you can point people to. And then next, um, you know, start hitting the job boards. Uh, there are blogging job boards out there. Uh, ProBlogger, it's a site called ProBlogger.net. They've got a job board. You can check out a job board at FreelanceWritingGigs.com, which is another one of my favorites. 
And then mediabistro.com has a great freelance job board that includes blogging jobs. So if you go to these job boards, you are going to find, you know, listings for jobs that are actually most of the time legitimate. So that's, that's helpful. And then a lot of other people like to go, there are freelance marketplaces and bidding sites like freelancer.com, guru.com, and odesk.com. They all allow you to bid on freelance projects, including blogging projects. So you can go to these sites and find blogging projects. I don't like the freelance bidding sites very much, but they are places that you can go. Okay. So for someone who is interested again, and maybe starting their own blog and really wants to get into this, there's different sites like blogger.com and wordpress.com to start up their own blog. What one would you recommend or do you think is the best? I prefer WordPress. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are a lot of different, they're called themes that you can use. Um, some of them are free, some of them you have to pay for. But um, there are a lot of different things that you can do with WordPress because it's got an open source kind of development thing. And so a lot of different people develop functionalities for it. And and there are lots of things that you can do with WordPress. It's, you know, I mean, there are a few things you can do with like going to Blogger, but it's not nearly as responsive. Going to WordPress, you, you know, you may have to pay a little bit to, you know, get your own domain name and everything, but it's totally worth it because of how versatile WordPress is. WordPress is super easy to use. It's intuitive. Um, you don't have to have a lot of technical knowledge to get started. Just about anybody can, you know, sign up and, you know, design their blog that, you know, and it looks nice and you can start writing and, and put it in there and formatting. Everything is just super, super easy with WordPress and it's really easy to use. And I really prefer WordPress to any of the other blogging platforms I've used used in the past. And do you find that WordPress is the most popular for businesses or customers that you write for or blog for? Yes. Almost everybody, I, almost everyone I write for is on WordPress. And the ones that I don't write for that are, you know, the ones that aren't on WordPress wish they were on WordPress. So yeah, just about everybody I write for uses WordPress. And so would you say that even though WordPress is kind of more popular, would you recommend that maybe bloggers be versatile in Blogger, WordPress, and maybe other sites as well? You know, honestly, I think if you have WordPress down, you're you're pretty good. You know, not a lot of serious bloggers, not a lot of serious businesses that are going to be hiring, going to be in a position to hire people. Not a lot of them are on other platforms. And if they are, like if it's a major corporation or a major business, a lot of times they have their own custom platform. So you're going to have to learn that anyway. So what's the best part about blogging or what, what do you love most about being a blogger? I really like the flexibility. I have flexible hours. I can say yes or no to projects. I don't have to work for somebody I don't want to work for. And it's just nice to be able to kind of have that you know flexibility and say, well, I, I can choose whether I have a lot of do a lot of work or do a little work. Um, I can choose when I want to get up. I can choose when I, you know, turn them in. I mean, obviously, sometimes I have deadlines, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> but most of the time I can, you know, pick. I can pick and choose what I do and when I do it. And Is there anything that you don't like about it? Sometimes, sometimes it feels like instead of, you know, having like one boss, I have lots of bosses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because I have all these clients that have stuff that needs to be done and they have specifications and special things they want done with this or, you know, things they want done with that. And so sometimes, you know, you kind of feel like there are all these people 
you know, pulling you in different directions. But most of the time, it's not bad. Yeah. And just for our listeners who are kind of looking to get into this, is it financially beneficial? Could you maybe give us a ballpark of the compensation for this particular position? Yeah, that's hard. Because because it really kind of depends on where you where you go. There are some places that will pay you as little as five or ten dollars for a five hundred word article, and other places that will pay you as much as you know five hundred dollars for a five hundred word article. It kind of it really varies depending on your skill level, your experience, and who you're working with. Uh, for most bloggers starting out, though, if you go to a blog job board. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, like Pro Blogger mm-hmm. or Media Bistro. If you go to one of those job boards, um, most of the time you can start out on a, and most of most of them do it on a per post basis. You know, so a, a blog post of anywhere between 450 and 700 words. If you go to one of these po- these posting places and you get a job, most of them, you know, it's pretty common to to get anywhere between um, 15 and like 35 dollars for a blog post. So, yeah, you can make a you can make a living at it. Do you think there's any room for growth, like in terms of really reaching out and getting more clients that way? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you can as you start to do more work and and as you kind of get your name out there, if you use social media, if you network online, you know, to get really kind of integrated into your you know blogger community and and make friends and kind of get out there. Yeah, you can definitely, you can definitely expand, expand your client base. There are always, if you go to the blogger job boards, I mean, there are always, always jobs to be found. Are there any maybe social media resources besides like posting on Twitter and Facebook and trying to network that way? Are there any actually sites on Facebook and Twitter, like networking, online networking areas that bloggers go to find positions? Or is it just really through Media Bistro and Pro Blogger and other websites like that that you found that individuals typically get their blogging positions from? Yeah, most of it's from the job boards or going through the market, the bidding sites like Freelancer and Odesk. But, you know, interacting on Twitter and Facebook and also a lot of different blogging categories have their own little social networking sites and their own little social bookmarking sites. So, you know, like if you're into writing about exercise and health and everything like that, you know, you go online and you look for communities where they have their own like health social networking sites and their own little communities. Um, in finances, where I write, you know, there, there are little... There are little social bookmarking sites like Fwisk.com and BizSugar mm-hmm. and these, you know, these websites that have their own communities. And so you can go to these different websites with their own communities and network and interact that way and find jobs that way as well. Great. So if someone is truly interested in making it as a blogger, are there any writing courses or tips that you would give them maybe to improve their writing or work on their writing technique before they just dive right into the world of blogging, go on Media Bistro and try and get a position? Um, Yeah, I think personally, I'm a big fan of just taking a basic Composition 101 class if you haven't had one recently. Um, you can get that like at a local community education center or at like a local university. You can audit a course or even pay for a course. You know, taking a basic composition course so you understand how to set things up and how to start writing, I think, can be very helpful if, if you haven't done a lot of writing in the past. And then next, start writing. Start writing on your own blog. 
practice, practice, practice. I mean, nobody likes to hear that. Nobody likes to hear, oh, well, what should I do to get better? Well, you have to practice. Just like anything else, whether you're playing a musical instrument, playing a sport, if you want to get better at writing, you have to practice, and that means you have to write. And so I think that's very important. And then, of course, you know, um, shameless plug by my book, right? So, but yeah, I think that a basic composition course and practice and then also reading to read other blogs, read what other people are writing and how they write to get an idea of kind of the style that, you know, you need to, to follow. So if you had to do it all over again, would you still choose this path as a blogger? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been, it's been really good to me. Um, it's, it's been a really interesting journey. I've met a lot of interesting people and I've been able to kind of design my own life around, you know, my blogging. So it's, yeah, I I would definitely do this again. Great. So as we're looking to close out the show, if someone definitely is interested in blogging after hearing this episode, what do you think their first steps are? Some maybe final tips or advice? Start a blog. Uh, I mean, that's that's the beautiful thing about blogging is it's very low barrier to entry. So um, I said, get on WordPress. You know, go find go find a, a blog. Host. I mean, you can get on WordPress. You can get a domain name. You can find a blog host. You can do all of this mm-hmm. for less than fifty bucks. You know, so um, I you know go start a blog. If you're really serious about about blogging, that's what you need to do is start a blog. All right. Well, that's great. Well, in the last few moments, would you like to maybe talk maybe a little bit about your book or anything else that you've been working on that you'd like to talk with our audience about? Sure. Um, so, so yeah, I just wrote a book. It's called Confessions of a Professional Blogger. And it's basically, uh, it's just a handbook. It's not very long. It's a handbook of, you know, how you can get started and kind of the, the real life practical things that you can do to get started as a blogger and actually do it as a business. All right, well, that wraps up this episode of You Do What? Many thanks to Miranda Marquette, blogger and author of the book, Confessions of a Professional Blogger. I would like to take this final moment to encourage our listeners to continue listening to localjobnetwork.com radio. And if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, please email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Once again, this has been Courtney Omernick for localjobnetwork.com radio, and thank you for tuning into today's program.